You're listening to Zeros on Heroes with Mike Mercadal and Will Watkins. Yes. Hey everybody, welcome to Zeros on Heroes. Uh, thanks for listening. My name is Mike Mercadal. This is Will Watkins. And we have a very special guest with us today, Mr. Nandu. Say what's up. What's up? I'm not that special. He is? Yeah, you are special. We know Nan for a little while, an old friend, a new friend of the show, because the show itself is new. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. We, we really appreciate everybody who's been uh, uh, checking out the, the podcast and sharing it. And uh, enjoying what we do, and thanks a lot. And you can always tweet us at Zeros on Heroes uh, on Twitter and on Instagram if you want to share with us there, follow us, and um, on iTunes and all that stuff. Uh, so uh, thanks to everybody who's been uh, helping out. And also, uh, feel free to write a review. Let us know what we can improve on and what, what you want covered. Um, uh, so let's jump right into it. Uh, let's talk about superhero news. Superhero news! Hero news. We have a couple things that came out uh, since the last episode. Which... Apparently, they're making a new Batman movie. <laughs> Apparently. They're actually making a, a new uh, Batman TV show. That's uh, what they're saying. Batman Unlimited. And along with it, they're also creating uh, like a 13... Like, it's going to be 13 five-minute episodes of... Uh, the Super Friends. They're bringing the Super Friends back. The, but not the Justice League. There's the Super Friends. Super Friends. Is it going to be like campy 70s? Yeah, I think it's going to be campy 70s. Almost like uh, remember ba- Batman Brave and Bold. You ever watch that? I caught a couple, like one da, episode. Bro, watch it. It's hilarious. It's, oh, it's like it's like tongue-in-cheek kind of? Yeah, it's it's totally goofy. It's oh, weird. Okay. Wacky. But yeah, uh, along with that, uh, Batman Unlimited, uh, they put out the, uh, the logo for it today as well. It's got, like, the logo has, like, uh, obviously Batman and, like, the new look he's going to have, which is uh, blue on gray with the yellow. Like the uh, Adam West Batman. Uh, yeah, kind of like, it's kind of like Adam West Batman meets, uh, like, that Batman they had a couple years ago. Anime, eh. But uh, it looks pretty good. They also had uh, Nightwing's going to be in it, apparently. Oh. And uh, Green Arrow. And like two or three other uh, superheroes. It's all animated, right? Yeah, all animated. Right. It's gonna be that sort of thing. Did you hear about uh, also they're doing the X Men? They they want to do an X Men TV series. I saw that, and it's gonna be live action mm-hmm. apparently. Uh, I guess hopping on the heels of like the Arrow and Flash. Yeah, you know, the thing know. that like people are wondering about is, are they gonna do like a Marvel thing where like Agents of Shield is still in the same universe as the movies, or are they gonna do it like uh, C- like CW and, uh, and DC, the, right. where they're completely separate? Um, yeah, and it's not actually they haven't given an approval yet because Marvel still has to sign off on it because there's they have to share the the yeah. burden, I guess, or the, the rights don't don't are like they have to oversee or approve. Something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's the right move right now. Like, cause they are, they do have the, their X-Men Apocalypse coming out. I don't know if it's going to be a tie in with that or. Well, the interesting thing is like X-Men Apocalypse is going to take place in like the eighties, early nineties. Hmm. So, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cause it's going to be the, the following furthering adventures of X-Men new class. Uh, that's where they're bringing, mm. oh, that's, that's the other, uh, the X-Men, was, yeah. they, they cast, the three main uh, mutants for X-Men uh, Age of Apocalypse. It's going to be um, the girl, Sophie, from uh, Game of Thrones. Right, yeah, Sophie Turner. Gonna, yeah, she's going to play uh, Jean Grey. Sansa. Yeah, Sansa. Uh, she's going to play Jean Grey, and, uh, and then they also cast uh, Storm, and they cast Cyclops. 
Oh, okay. And what I'm, what's interesting is Cyclops is Scott Summers, obviously, but in X-Men uh, New Class, or First Class, right. uh, they had Alex Summers, who was Havoc. Yeah. And in the comic book, Alex Summers is Scott Summers' younger brother. But in this, obviously... They're going to have to reverse the age. It's and... either, is he going to be older brother, cousin? Is he going to be maybe the father? they got to change the, change it up somehow. Father would be more accurate, I guess. But the thing about being the father is, the father uh, was Corsair. Uh, who was a space space pirate type thing? Oh, because if, if that's right, that's when when they were in the cosmic universe, they, they were exactly. like bridging the two with the whole. And he, he used to battle with the Shi'ar Empire and Shi'ar Empire. He used to battle with Jason of Spartax, who was the father of Star Lord, who was in a movie with Kevin Bacon. Like, <laughs> Actually, Kevin Bacon was in X Men First Class. <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous. Ooh, sure I like I like how Nan is like listening politely. He yeah. doesn't want to interject. Or... Well, I got nothing to contribute to this. <laughs> I'm not um, as big a nerd as you guys. Yeah, well, we'll get there. The, uh, <laughs> the, um, uh, so also, um, they released the Fantastic Four trailer. Oh, yeah. Did you, uh, enjoy that in any way? Um, they haven't really given us too much It was the teaser, right? It was, it was the, the teaser. teaser. Uh, I'm still. I mean, it's it's not gonna be a shaky cam like everyone thought it was gonna be because uh, jo- uh, Josh Task. Tra- what's his name? I don't know. Uh, he's the, the director. Did, yeah, he the director did uh, Chronicle, which is that Blair Witch style found footage. The handheld. Uh, and a lot of people it. thought he was gonna do the same thing with Fantastic Four, but it's not. One of the big things I thought was interesting was because um, uh, everybody knew that Michael uh, wasn't that Michael. W. Jordan or whatever his Michael name is. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan yeah. uh, was playing Johnny Storm, and they were like, oh, really? So that's how we're going to explain? They said there was going to be like, oh, what? Johnny Storm was going to be adopted. Turns out, nope. Uh, Franklin Storm is black as well. So it's really that Franklin Storm and Johnny Storm adopted the white girl. Uh, Ooh. Well, I mean, all of that, none of that really matters if the story's still so. Like, I hope they, like, I, again, like, no one really, I don't think anybody out there is really behind the Fantastic Four with, like, the fervor that they are no. the X-Men or Superman or... Yeah, people people are like, Fantastic Four, they're like, oh, yeah, that's... All right. Like, Fantastic oh, okay. Four is such a 1960s idea that yeah. never translated out of the 70s. Because it's like, oh, yeah, Fantastic Four. We got four people, they're all a family. And then it, like... Then they came out with the Avengers and X-Men, who are yeah. fucking badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, really? You got a rock monster? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you could stretch? <laughs> the the stretching one always always was funny to me, where it's like, that would be an interesting power to have, but, like, how could you... That, that's like having the, like, the, the, the shittiest superpower in the group of all these amazing superpowers. And his like, name is Mr. Fantastic. And he, yeah. He is the least fantastic. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think being the rock guy is a bit worse than being the stretchy guy. At least... As a stretchy guy, you still look like a dude. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, this, the rock guy, uh, yeah, the thing... You can't get laid as a rock thing. They address it, too. Like, they're always, like, like he's he always wants to be back back yeah, human. Yeah. And he always wants to be, like, normal because he looks weird all stuff. But also, you're like a giant, you know, that's really the only reason, right? Because he's like, I want to fuck, man. Yeah, I've yeah. just been dying. I haven't fucked in a long time. Not I'm rock hard constantly. I'm constantly rock hard. <laughs> I just want to, like, that's the only reason to stay human at that point. One of my favorite uh, favorite scenes in any comic book is actually from a Fantastic Four thing where uh, Ben Grimm dies. Mm-hmm. And it's like one of those Spoiler things. Spoiler alert. Yeah, uh, man, he comes back to life. They always come they back always to life. They always come back, yeah. But, uh, so, uh... Reed Richards and the other members of Fantastic Four are like, we need to find some way to bring it back to life. We're going to get a, 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 a like a gateway to heaven 
We're going to find him in the afterlife. Wow. So they, they do it. They go to the afterlife. They meet God. God is a comic book artist. So, oh, wow. Yeah, this I swear so, to God. This swear to God. So, so, so they meta. go, they go hey, we, we want we want Ben Grimm back. And he's like, all right, cool. And he draws him. It's Ben Grimm, like, before the Cosmic Rays. And he's like, hey, I'm back. <laughs> and then, uh, hey, everybody. They're like, oh, thanks for bringing him back. And then, like, the comic book artist goes, hold on a second. And he draws, like, all the rocks on top of him. And he goes, motherfucker. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't have it. And he's like, well, we still need you to be the thing. And he's like, well, come on, man. Yeah, that's, that reminds me of that uh, Daffy Duck cartoon. Do you remember that? Where the animator is <laughs> like erasing erase his beak. Yeah, like he erases his beak. And then or everything like, but his beak. He draws him as a cowboy and then he like messes with the sound. <laughs> like, that's all that it reminds hey, me yeah. Oh, man, I love those. The, that one was great. Yeah, the, the, the really like, you could tell like everyone at Warner Brothers or like the Chuck Jones people were like high or on acid all the time. Because yeah, that's yeah. when they were creating like all this wacky shit. <laughs> where you're just like, man. That's some good drugs back in that day. Yeah. They were like, because those are some of the best ones. Like, there's one called The Dot and the Line. That wow. It's all it's literally about a, a, a straight line that falls in love with a dot that is in love with a squiggle. Have you ever heard, you ever seen it? I, I, I've heard about you it. I've watched it. But yeah, it yeah. is. It's one of those things where, like, at the end, you're like, yeah, get him fucking line. <laughs> that fucking line's my hero. Well, spoiler alert, man. Uh, no, you'll see. You'll, no, it, it won some award because the animation conveyed yeah. the story using just shapes. Just shapes. That, that seems amazing. almost like Pixar-ish. Kind of. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that inspired some of the Pixar shows. Oh, I'm pretty sure. sure the Bugs Bunny stuff inspired... Oh, everybody. Yeah, yeah, it's got to inspire everybody. But. Was that a Louis C.K. bit? <laughs> He's like, I never liked Mickey Mouse because Mickey Mouse wasn't funny. Bugs Bunny was funny. Yeah, yeah. Bugs Bunny dressed as a woman. He did all sorts of crazy stuff. Mickey Mouse was like, oh, too much water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I mean, it, it is like... Um... I always I always liked Donald Duck more than uh, Mickey because Donald Duck had like a personality yeah, yeah, and he was yeah. always pissed off and he was always like fighting he was like fighting Chip and Dale yeah, he was yeah. fighting all these people like just like having uh, like everyday battles and Mickey Mouse is just wandering through life like I have a dog babe all right did that's you, it did you ever see those like articles where it shows like uh, old school Donald Duck and you realize like he's a PTSD sailor from World War Two. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's constantly wearing a sailor uniform, even though he's not a sailor he's anymore. Not anymore. He's so extremely like he has such a short fuse that he'll blow up on anybody. Wow, yeah. And it, it just delves into like That's how kind of, crazy of a person he is. That's kind of fucked up. And it's like, oh yeah, he's he's got shell shock. He's totally got shell shock. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, also Disney uh, in an interview this. Disney uh, is a land full of dead parents. Yes, yeah, because of uh, Walt Disney. His mom, his parents died, or his mom died. Yeah, so it's like, there's uh, Donald Duck, he has an uncle, Uncle Scrooge, and then he has nephews, but there's no, no parents of there's anybody. There's no parents, yeah, yeah. So it's just a whole universe where there's dead parents, and the only time they actually did have a live parent was Goofy, but he was so sad because his wife died. And it's like, there's, all right, yeah. one survived. Yeah. One parent survived. Like, if, like, like Minnie, that's why Minnie doesn't want to have any kids with Mickey, because she knows the second she pops out a kid, <laughs> boom, the axe, she's dead. I mean, it's very, like, superhero-ish, too. It is like, entirely superhero has to have dead parents. I mean, that was like, uh, they, you remember when they tried to do that with the Warner Brothers? They tried to make, like, the superhero versions of them? Do you remember that? It was like really stylized animation and it was like Bugs and the Tasmanian Devil. Yeah. That, I, I remember hating the shit out of that. And they had the, the girl bunny that they made up. You know, Lola. Lola. Lola bunny. 
That was and I, well. Was was this pre Space Jam or I, after, after Space Jam? After Space, Space Jam. Okay. Yeah. I remember they had a McDonald's toys where you could yeah. like, snap on their uniforms. No, no, yeah, no, no. That one was was the DC crossover where they had like uh, Bugs Bunny was Superman and uh, oh, I know Daffy the one you're Duck, talking about. But you know what I'm talking about? Where it's like it was a TV show. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Not important. They, 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 we'll get to, <laughs> we'll get to those eventually. I guess Ugh. we'll do Bugs Bunny as a hero one day. Yeah, we can do that. that would be a good hero. Um, so if there are any losers out there. Who want to talk about Bugs Bunny on no, the show? Come who's on the out. bigger who's the bigger loser? The guy that knows a shit ton about Bugs Bunny or the guys that want to talk to the person and learn all the things about Bugs Bunny? Who doesn't want to talk to one of those losers? Those losers are great. I want to hear on <laughs> that's 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 who we need. We need obsessed people. Uh, so anyway, the Fantastic Four trailer is more like the ultimate universe. <laughs> You're like, look at these losers. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, that doesn't flow with continuity. It was such and such a blah blah blah. Uh, all right. Well, let's get to uh, the episode uh, for today. And our hero today is uh, Jackie Chan, as chosen by Nan. Uh, Nan you're by the way, a- he suggested it. By the way, we weren't like, "Hey, you're Asian. Do you want to talk about Jackie Chan?" Yeah, no, that's totally on me. Jackie Chan is. Uh- <laughs> thank you. Thank you for the disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. We've been absolved of any uh, subconscious racism. This spick and this Mick want to talk about. Oh, guys, no, you knew me in high school. That was all I... It was Mortal Kombat and Jackie Chan was every other oh, sentence out of my mouth. That was yeah. a... Yeah. Well, we always start with the... Uh, what's the first thing you think of when you when someone says Jackie Chan? I just think uh, one of the greatest humans alive. Greatest... Well, because we're not doing the characters that Jackie Chan has played. Because we've done that. We did, you know, like Indiana Jones. And we've done Marty McFly. But we're the doing... The actual person The himself. actual person. We've had, we're doing Jackie Chan because he's like... A huge success story, uh, and he's like incredibly multi-talented. He's got like this prolific career. Yeah, and it's it multifaceted like, career. Yeah, yeah. So like so start so you started watching all these movies and watch, watching his movies in high school. Um, I mean, no, I I've been, I grew up with Jackie Chan, but I watched his old '80s Shaw brother brother esque kind of kung fu movies where they yeah, were yeah. fighting a field and. I love those. I have, I'm a huge kung fu fan. I, I, I used to like. I was. A, I was in high school a huge Jet Li fan, huge uh, Jackie Chan fan, and I got into watching like all of the import DVDs of movies that would not come. Like they would have different names, and you would have to track down which was the version of the one that oh, you were yeah, looking yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, but Jackie Chan was introduced to America through uh, Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah, that was 1994. And I remember going to the theater. Yeah. Seeing that, and you know how they have the outtakes, which is kind of his uh, trademark? Yes, yeah. yeah. And at the end of Rumble in the Bronx, he turned around, faced the camera, and gave a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the first applause break I've ever heard in a movie theater. Yeah, wow, really? Yeah. That. Yeah, 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 I was just like, this, this happens in movie theaters? You know, he's not real. Like, he's not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he can't hear your applause. I was, I was like, the, the only time that I remember applause in a movie, like, I remember... Um, when the when episode one came out and that first hit from uh, the yeah. from the Star Wars music comes out, everybody lost their shit. And then by the end of the movie, everyone was like, "What happened?" Yeah. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> like, but but shit. that but that one moment, it I just re- ends with this one guy like, "Yeah, it's trying to do the slow clap." And we're like, "No, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 don't, no, don't, shut the fuck don't, up. don't do that, don't do that." But uh, I remember because when um, when that movie came out, the, it was a cinema like it was released in movie theaters. And it was kind of taken as seriously as you could take those movies. And at the time, like people didn't really know 
what like the wire like the kung fu the kung fu work and is like only people who knew kung fu movies knew who Jackie Chan was for the most part yeah I yeah. mean he, he tried to break into America back in the 80s and those movies just flopped flopped yeah flopped. he was in a Cannonball Run 2 yes that's one, right one and two he was, he in, was both. in both oh he was in both yeah yeah, yeah. played the same like, character yeah he was driving around in that super the, the scientific car remember <laughs> like it was such a stereotype because he had like all the computers in the car <laughs> and they were like yeah let the Asian guy drive the computer car <laughs> like that's how that's how far it went in the 70s where oh, they're like yeah man. we'll get Jackie Chan to be honest I never even watched those like I, I just <laughs> I just read about them and I said wait he's a race car driver and you know is, was Burt Reynolds in that too yeah he was, he was the first Burt. one he was yeah. the first one right yeah yeah Burt Dude, Reynolds Burt, he, Burt Reynolds didn't play the bandit right uh, did he play the bandit yeah Cannonball Run no 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 no. that's Smoking the Bandit yeah yeah like who do you Cannonball get? Run was cause it's a very similar premise almost well Cannonball Run was the contest like that rich dude god I haven't seen it in eight in forever if I remember correctly it's where there's a contest where there's like you get a million dollars or whatever at uh-huh. the end and there's like this race that this guy has by invitation only and then so like uh, there's like the two uh, big titty girls that weasel like they don't uh-huh. get speeding tickets but it's an illegal race so then there's like a uh, I think it's Burt Reynolds and Don DeLuise have a ambulance <laughs> like that's how they're getting it's that. a great race car yeah, yeah. They, they, they just to sneak just to like not get pulled over just turn the siren on like makes, uh, but yeah like a bunch of shit like that and then that, and then Jackie Chan I, I don't remember if he had a partner or not but I remember he had the scientific car I, I thought they all had partners right? yeah it was, it was teams work? of two right I, I can't remember well, I, I gotta watch that yeah, you ever see the movie Wheels on Meals no all right, um, Wheels on Meals? It's, it's called Wheels on Meals. Oh, is that... Uh, which... Oh, man. I, they start... Eventually, for me, some of them blur together. Because I didn't watch them... You know, they weren't like the release. They were like the ones I stumbled upon. You know, stumbled across where you're like, oh, that's right. This is... Which one was... That was more recent, right? No, no. This is, uh, I think, 84. Oh, wow. But uh, No, because he, he has a, like a technological van. It, it's he, him and his buddy, they run a food truck. And in the food truck, they have a little display on the dashboard with a wireframe, a green wireframe, Apple IIe kind of right, right. Uh, render of their car. And they would pull up and then hit a button, and then you see like the side of the car open up, and then benches come out, and the little display would have these things happen virtually. Oh, wow. Man. This is in the, in the... That's like the heyday where like, hey, computers, right? Yeah. Well, well now I'm wondering, because I never saw Cannonball Run, I'm wondering if... The electronics from his car in that movie influenced the car in this movie. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Wow, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, and they served stuff like fried rice and hot dogs, and he would skateboard around and serve people. Like that was the whole <laughs> thing. Like, that, well, wow, that's, that's the whole movie. That's what, the, what was the conflict? <laughs> the, the conflict was he he meets up with uh, like this royal princess. She's a princess and oh, she's rich. Always, oh, yeah. And she's course. trying to run away from her family. Of course, and they like want to hold her. Yeah, and someone's trying to kidnap her for ransom, and she's gorgeous, so Jackie Chan has to save her. That's yeah. that's the movie. It's it's campy as shit. What I love about like all Jackie Chan movies that I've ever seen, it's always just like he's put into a situation he doesn't want to be in, but he's such a nice guy. He helps everybody, so there's always that like, oh, 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 oh no, oh, oh. Well, like he's always like surprised stuff is happening. <laughs> what? Oh, I like no. how you, were, you no one can see what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so all they hear is you oh. just. <laughs> Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> just, just offending me over here. <laughs> yeah, that's really fucking funny. But, but yeah, he's he's like, um, I think like the patron saint of reluctant heroes. Yeah, yeah, well, he is. He totally is. Well, here's the thing. Uh, when I grew up uh, watching Jackie Chan, I also watched a lot of Charlie Chaplin. 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And that he's a Charlie part. Chaplin and Buster Keaton. I think Jackie Chan said were bigger influences on him than any kung fu master. Well, yeah. it, they were a big influence across the world. Uh, my dad, when uh, you know, when he was growing up in Vietnam, there wasn't a film industry outside of America. That was that was a totally American thing. And right. so, yeah. you know, the silent movies. When you oh, watch yeah. those kinds of things, like they're universal. You don't need to know English exactly. to know the story is being told. So Asian people love that shit, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the second you introduce language, you start to isolate, you know? So you can't, you, or, or like, you, it's niche now. Yeah. As, as niche as you can call it, if I mean, it's in e- English. Even when uh, uh, they brought, uh, once they started doing talkies in America, they brought it over to England, nobody could understand American Dialect. It was like, and vice versa. Nobody yeah. could understand because it was so heavy. Like people could under- now we can, but back in the day nobody could. Yeah. So it was universal. Uh, I can imagine a bunch of people like because again, like going to the movie theater back in, or, like I remember hearing like World War Two stories from like my great grandparents and stuff like that, or or uh, like my family from Europe, yeah. where going to the movies in the forties was like uh, an event. It was like going yeah. going to seeing a movie was like. Up. Yeah, or seeing a movie, it was it was like a luxury. Yeah. So you would see, it was like you would plan and you would go, and it was like um, the the big. It was like one of the biggest op- buildings, like with an open space in the city. Yeah, it's like the church and then the movie theater, and then like maybe the city hall had like this big area, but it was like the where people would gather. Yeah, and that was where like it became like it was like a huge event. So I can imagine a bunch of like in in the United States, a yeah. bunch of like people from coming from the rural areas into the city to watch a movie yeah. and be like, what the fuck? everybody sounds like Shakespeare you know like no I can't understand this fucking you know who are they from England you know like yeah and uh, Jackie was he born in Hong Kong or China where was he born Hong Kong yeah, yeah he was born in Hong Kong his, his actual birth name means born in Hong Kong <laughs> what's his real name Ch- Chan Kong Seng oh wow yeah in <laughs> Chinese you say the last name first or the right, right, right. Year. yeah but uh, but but that's so he well okay so let's start he uh, his history starts with the Chinese opera right yeah yeah I think he was uh, seven years old when his family dropped him off and uh, they they couldn't afford to take care of him they were just like which is not uncommon starve. it's is I like I, I imagine it's didn't he like move to Australia for a little bit or something like that yeah that um, was later on though yeah yeah um, that was in his twenties oh okay gotcha yeah. uh, but he he's like he he basically was raised it was like going to join the circus. You know, like he was raised in the in the Chinese opera. Oh wow! Right? Yeah, yeah, They'd but like, it wasn't voluntary. It was just yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're gonna die if you stay with me. So uh, off you go. They'll feed you. <laughs> right. So, but it wasn't. It wasn't even like that. Um, since he was a young one, like there was a hierarchy at the school. So when they would eat, all the other students would sit. You know, with the elder students close to the master at the head of the table, and then all the younger students at the end. Right. And when they would bring the food out, they would just everyone would take whatever they want and pass it down the table. Uh, so, so you're kind of literally getting less and less the the, the further down you go, or nothing sometimes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. So it's not, so the, the point is he comes from like nothing, basically. He, he yeah. came from from nothing, and he's arguably like the most famous person in all of Asia now. No, he, no, no. He's the most famous person in the world. Yeah, I would imagine. World. Yeah. Every like, there's not. That's it's just fascinating to me how big that has that became you know well, well if you want to go back to the charlie chaplin thing you know you can watch charlie chaplin without knowing english exactly yeah and a lot of jackie chan's movies if you watch them with the sound off you can still follow the storyline yeah. yes you know they're pretty stupid storylines you think about the grand scale of things but right but he he made himself that way he made himself accessible to the world i think that that i think that also comes from the idea of well he, he the idea of um stage performance 
right? Because you you don't have stunt doubles or any kind. You 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 do everything on stage. Yeah, singing, fighting, acrobatics. Well, that's yeah, how, how many bones has he broken? All um, of them. All of them. <laughs> multiple. He dislocated his rib cage. Yeah. Oh. I didn't know you could do that. Like oh. I, as a paramedic, even that sat like, woof. You live through <laughs> that? How do you live through that? That get, but that's a, that's a testament to his training also that he was constantly like training with the stunt people because uh, people like to make the Bruce Lee Jackie Chan comparison but it's like two different yeah. worlds really well well Bruce Lee was a martial artist first right you know and Jackie Chan was an entertainer first exactly although you know they're both dynamite in what they do actually Bruce Lee uh, fought Jackie Chan a few times yeah. yeah in the movies yeah there's a story I love this story of that Jackie Chan told, talks about like when he the, like one time that he had, was fighting Bruce Lee. And uh, Bruce Lee made contact and hit him in the head with a stick. Yeah, with a nunchuck. Yeah, yeah. And then he no, hit, it was a staff. Yeah, oh, it was staff? like a, it was oh. big, it was big staff. And he hit him in the head. And then you know he's like he says he says he grabbed his head and he started like wailing in pain. Uh, but and then so Bruce Lee comes over and was like, "Oh my God, are you okay?" And he's he's like, "It didn't really hurt. I was just doing that." So that Bruce Lee would come over and give him attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, it's Bruce Lee. He's like grabbing his head. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, ah, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like exaggerating the pain. And, and But like, what a, what a hell of a pedigree. Like, where to, imagine you start out yeah. like fighting Bruce Lee like in Bruce Lee movie. Well, actually, um, a lot of the Asian stars in Hong Kong, they, they owe their careers to Bruce Lee dying. Uh, yes, I because, would, I, that's a strange way to put it, but yeah. No, no, because what happened was after Bruce Lee died, because you know Bruce Lee created this whole thing, because there there been kung fu movies and stuff right. before that, but you know they no one looked like that, no one moved like that. It was a lot of um, the wire work. No, no, not even that. Just some, um, just just Bruce Lee. Like Bruce yeah. Lee didn't use wire work. It was like, just at you all, know, no. it was some of his crazy jump kicks. But for the most part, like he made martial arts look like something that had never been captured on film before, right. and. Once he died, and you know, Enter the Dragon broke the international market. So now this wasn't just an Asian thing. Right. This was something you could sell to the world, and so anyone who looked like Bruce Lee, looked like they can kick, looked like they can punch. Yes. They were all given starring roles, and that's how Jackie Chan started. Right. Yeah. I mean, the the, I guess at that time, that's a very Hollywood thing, I guess, or of the time. I mean, even now, when something hits, it's like, oh, we need copies. Oh yeah. We need we need to fit. We need to figure out how we can reproduce. Yeah. Hunger the Games versions. Blah blah blah. Right. You know. I'm every- glad that bullet time thing is over. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, the what became actually the biggest thing that's still around is is what happened is what happened in Ma- in the second Matrix where they were doing like the full renders of the people. Yeah. yeah. Now that's a huge and the motion capture like that's everywhere now like that is ubiquitous and then it, like it really kind of hit big in, in like Lord of the Rings with with the Smeagol and the, the and Gollum and stuff but like that that's kind of a testament to also like how uh, kind of Jackie Chan redefined the idea of choreography and stunts because it became like. Um, like you say, you can follow the story. There's like a pr- there's like a flow and a progress to each of the, th- the like they're not just fighting to to beat up, beat each other up. It became it's like the fight to get away or the fight to prove up to to get some object. Like yeah. the, like there's a uh, or or like using the surroundings in oh. in the and that that was like that's the Jackie Chan fighting style. Like anytime you do, it, what was it? What was it we were talking about in Ninja Turtles two? Where it became oh yeah in the like there's the they, they all get in the fight in that department store where like they're fighting with toys or they're fighting with sausages or, yeah, you know, yeah. immediately thing. recognizable as oh that's like Jackie Chan yeah because the first movie was more like you know karate ninjutsu and the second one was like it had more of a kung fu feel in the yeah. sense that they're like wah, 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 wah. 
again with the noises that people can't <laughs> see what you're doing. <laughs> but no, no, I get. But it's true. What I like about because uh, I know Jackie Chan has actually said he's a pacifist. He abhors violence, right. and you can actually see that in all the fight scenes he's in. Where like anytime he's fighting somebody, it's like I don't want to be fighting right now. But yeah, you know, like whole fight scene. Uh, what's the movie with the where he fights with the ladder? What's that one? That's a uh, first strike. First strike. Yeah, that one's awesome because uh, he's just like I want to get out of here. But he's like fending off all these attackers with his giant he's, ladder. Well, he's used. What's that? Oh man, um, uh, the for Jackie Chan for sure. And then there's um, there's one where he fights like in a scuba tank. Mr. Nice Guy is that Mr. Nice Guy? Oh no, that's 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 first strike. That's first strike. That's oh, still okay. first strike. Yeah. Oh okay. Which one is the one I'm thinking of then? Uh, but like he's fighting. He does a scuba like a fight with scuba divers. Like he he fights yeah, in yeah. a tank with sharks and shit swimming around. Like, <laughs> like that's so. Cr- that, and he's using him. he's using kung fu as if he was standing on the ground because he's doing regular punches which don't work underwater. They do not. <laughs> you know, he's doing jump kicks and all these crazy things. And it's just, it's but it just looks so funny. But yeah, it yeah, looks it's great. It's just like you know, I, I admire that. Like, uh, I guess we're gonna fight underwater now, guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah, let's fight in this tank. <laughs> yeah. First, first strike. Uh, well, so Rumble in the Bronx. I remember people. I I, I still have trouble watching the. The, the acting scenes because it was still like very heavily dubbed yeah. and <clears throat> yeah and that's that's not a fault of the yeah, original movie because uh, the original one doesn't even take place in New York yeah. you know it's, it's just called Trouble Area that's that's the literal translation is Trouble Area uh, for for when it was released in Asia in Asia and, was... and there was a whole other subplot that was really long and they, they cut it all down they were like no Americans because you know there's cultural references that you can't you know, right, translate I would imagine so yeah but yeah um, I mean you watch the you know how he jet skis on the, the hovercraft he's oh he's like uh, water skiing off the back yeah yeah, yeah 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 and there's mountains in the background it's like that's the Bronx yeah we, we live in New York. there's no mountains <laughs> there's here. no mountains here. yeah so it's you know it was filmed in Vancouver oh, yeah. oh okay which doubles as New York in a lot of things yeah, 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 I, yeah. I imagine like yeah uh, Toronto too everyone's yeah, anything yeah. with uh, yeah but but that so you were already into Jackie Chan at that point or that was did that like blow your mind so, was I, there ever like an introduction to Jackie Chan it was just like he was just always around just kind of like I always knew about Star Wars it was there was no yeah. introduction to Star Wars for me was it the same thing or? yeah it was exactly the same because uh, you know I, I mean I grew up with an Asian family and you know I, I'm first born here in the states so oh, okay. my family had tons and tons of VHS's of all these you know Chinese soap operas and you know Hong <laughs> yeah. Kong movies dubbed into Vietnamese Oh, wow, and, yeah, that's right. And so this stuff was always just what was playing. I mean, as a kid, you don't have control of the TV. You yeah. Know? You, you watch what your grandmother watches. You watch what your parents watch. And so, you know, um, I was surprised, actually. Do you remember any any specific stories of the thing? Like, I would love to see the, if the storylines in the Chinese soap operas are in any way similar to, like, something yeah. you'd see now. Is it Do like you... so-and-so was in a coma and they woke up? Is that is that the same thing? Or is no, it like... no, no. They, they were more fantasy-oriented. Uh, imagine like if Lord of the Rings was made into, you know, a six-season show. But, Game you know, of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, Game of Thrones. But, but it's more fantasy-based. Like, think of Crouching Tiger, how they would fly around in the oh, trees and stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, oh. that, that's a pretty big genre. You know, like... um. That's European true, fantasy yeah, yeah. is trolls and elves and shit and Chinese yeah. fantasy is like there's no monsters really but the people can fly and they can like shoot fireballs out of their hands and right. they can make their sword flame up uh-huh. that, that's where the, that's the, the the Chinese or the Asian fantasy element comes from yeah the yeah. energy I mm. guess yeah, it's just about being with nature and stuff. I mean, you know, we all have our weird myths because when Crouching Tiger came out, people were like, "Oh, it's so unrealistic." People flying I love around. Crouching t- 
walk well, on trees. Like Star Wars, they use the force and lightsabers. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What's more unrealistic, you know? That's like when someone's like, it's like in in the movie. I have a, like a problem in Transformers because I'm like, oh, he would. If he would have grabbed him out of the sky like that, he would have broken. Like this is a movie where robots turn yeah. into cars yeah. and then back into robots. I mean, gotta, you know, come on. Um, but were you more? So that's what you you had that just kind of in the background. Were you into that stuff as well? Like the the you know the crazy wire work, shooting lightning stuff. Well, um, the, those shows were fun to watch. You know, I I don't think I ever finished a single one of them because <laughs> literally for one because a VHS tape holds what like six hours and you put it in the shittiest. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, it looks like crap. You know and. My family would have, like, just stacks and stacks of these things, you know. And I had to go to school, but my grandma was home all day, so she would just go through them. So I would catch... You would catch it up? Yeah, that's funny. Or you, like, catch up and you're like, what I miss, Grandma? Yeah, Yeah. and, you know, it it was always about some character who was trying to get stronger, and throughout the series he would become more badass and learn a new skill or try to find out who killed what... I mean, it's the same storyline. It's It's, a lot of that same... It's always revenge, you know, redemption. There's a lot of that... uh, That's, well, in... That's why I, I, some of the Jackie Chan movies, he plays that reluctant hero, or like he put he gets put in these situations. So he kind of deviates. Well, early on he was in you know like a lot of the more traditional like like uh, drunken uh, drunken master. Drunken like, master was drunk, great. No, yeah. no, that, that was actually his first break. Well, his second breakthrough movie. Um, what happened was after the Bruce Lee thing happened, everyone wanted the next Bruce Lee. Right. So everyone had to be badass, you know, knock you out in one punch, walk into a room and kill 30 guys. Yeah. You know, no, and then they tried that with Jackie Chan. He did a, quite a few movies where he was that character and it just didn't work because yeah. he's not the badass. Yeah, he's not. He's... So uh, eventually he got uh, loaned out to another studio under another director who kind of made him this goofball kind of character who was kind of dumb. Like he played yeah. almost like borderline retard. Yeah. Well, he plays like... Uh... I, I I would equate it like a like the farm hick, you know, like just yes. uneducated, just yeah, yeah, yeah. just ignorant to anything, and, and just doesn't give a fuck. Really simple minded with the yeah. heart of gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A good guy. He yeah. he plays a good guy in almost everything, and, and he's always nice yes. to the point of you know like his detriment, where he'll go out of his way to help somebody, even if it means him getting into more danger, or right, screwing right. himself over. Well, that's why he ends up. Well, that's what the damsel in distress the, is a standard, you know, trope in a lot of these movies. There's yeah. the, um, uh, actually one of my favorite ones was, um, oh man, what's it called? Who am I? Oh, who am I? Is brilliant. It's one of those where uh, he starts off as this bad. It's like the. It's like his Jason Bourne. <laughs> no, I'm serious. He's Jason yeah. Bourne in, in, in the, where he, he he's part of this military organization, and they show him up top, and he and he wakes up. In, in an African tribe? Yes. And he lost his memory? And the African tribe, like... Uh, they kind uh, of adopt him. They, they nurse him back ado- to health. Yeah. They nurse him back to health. So he's all done in the tribal makeup and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, and then it's randomly, there's like a desert rally race through that area. <laughs> that is a car accident. And then that's where the woman, the female character is introduced. But then it turns into like this big giant espionage thing. It's wow. like this huge kind of government. Wait, have you never seen Who Am I? No. Dude, oh my watch God. it. We should stop watch the podcast it right now. <laughs> Who Am I is one of the best Jackie Chan movies in the storyline and action. Like And the fighting. The, the, yeah, the, the, the rooftop fight is probably one of the best fights ever, but just even the car chase. Yes. If, if yeah, you yeah, watch yeah. a Jackie Chan car chase, you, you haven't seen a Jackie Chan car chase, you haven't seen a car chase on film. Yeah. 
he it's almost like he choreographs the car chase like he would a fight. Yeah, no, there's he, the, uh, there's he uses the car as a weapon. There's a part where um the car is on the side, like he flips the car trying to get between the a two really wheels. narrow alleyway, and then the car is actually on its side, and he's spinning the car around by spinning the tires to hit people with it. Right, yeah, <laughs> it's it's insanity. It's insanity, but it's it's. There's never a time in a Jackie Chan movie when there's action going on that it's not fun to watch. Yeah. Where you're never like, oh, this is too much. Even if it is too much, you're like, this is still fun as shit. You know, like, it's still entertaining. Oh, yeah, you want to see uh, some crazy choreography. There's this movie he does. Uh, it's called Miracle. Oh, it's, yeah. I've, I've, I've not watched it, but I've seen it. It's, on the I thing. think the, the original title was The Chinese Godfather or The, the Canton Godfather. Uh, and yeah, I can't remember. And uh, he becomes the, the lead of, uh, you know, this... This Chinese mob, basically. It's, it's right, like his right. take on The Godfather, but it's a lot, you know, more whimsical. And there's a fight at the end where he's fighting three separate people on three sides of him at the same time. Yeah, he... Wow. I love... Yeah, it, it's always... There's such an escalation. So even things like... So the fighting is one thing, but then there's always... Every one of his movies, since he does his own stunts, there's some crazy stunt that could kill him. Where, it, like, at any... Like, he literally... Like, um, police story, right? There's the thing where he's, he, there's like this big pole and he slides down and there's shattering glass everywhere and he, he's, everyone's, like, they shoot it. <laughs> and that was the first time I'd seen where they show the same thing from like four different angles he, he over actually, and over and over again. He invented that. Yeah. The, the double take is a Jackie Chan invention. Literally, they show him jump and he grabs and he s- slides down from one angle and it's like, <laughs> explosion, 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 shattering glass. And then immediately it shows him jump again. It cuts to another angle, shows him jump again. So it's like, there's no denying that it's the same dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no way they could have reset to do that again. <laughs> like, um, is it, which is the one where they drive the truck through the city? That it crashes through, uh, is that Police Story 2? I think that's Police Story 1. Is that 1? I think like, it's 1. It might, might be 2, I'm not there's, sure. So... It's like, it's literally the recipe for an action movie. There's there's some crazy fucking stunt done practically. Like, it's not like there's an effect or anything like that. Like, an Operation Condor when he's in that wind tunnel. Like, like shit like that. Where, it's like, he's, he's actually doing it. It's practical. It's not computer generated. And then there's some... Uh, and the, the, the choreography and, and the cinematography kind of changed the way they show fighting also. Because they was actually... the I remember that was the first time people were making contact. That I remember as a kid where I'm like, yeah, man, he hit that motherfucker. Yeah, that's one of the things I, I read was that he actually makes his stunt people like wear pads. Because he's like, I'm actually going to hit you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he... Yeah, Who Am I was 1998, by the way. And it was fucking great. But yeah, he the the like that's the whole powder thing where you would see them have like they call the, it they call it kung fu dust the kung fu and dust, they would sprinkle yeah. it on their hair on their shoes and on the so when they hit you would see these little puffs explode yeah. was from it the like body. baby powder or what what do they use uh, no it's a, it's a special I think baby powder might be because that stuff is too you know like you'll see it on people's bodies oh yeah yeah it's like a it's like almost like a, it's not even white it's like a gray powder. it's just made to catch the light yeah it's almost dark it's like a it's like a grayish neutral color powder. Uh, and then um, we, uh, I went through a phase where we would try to recreate things. Oh, when nice. I, where we went, like it was literally like the backyard wrestling of Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> you know, what I'm talking about? have you ever? Done, I'm sure you've, you guys a, a have, little like, bit, but yeah, staged your own little fight scenes and all that stuff. But uh, I remember we were trying to recreate. <laughs> we were trying to recreate it with uh, with uh, um, with baby powder, but literally we all just looked like we were covered in baby powder. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it looked like a bunch of ghosts fighting each other. <laughs> we were just like like hot, like dead bodies, like all pale white and like too much powder flying off. It was. It, I wish to God that there was still a copy of this video somewhere. Because this is back when I was a fat kid too, which would have also been hilarious. Oh, that's great. It would have been hilarious. We'd be like, I just ate a bunch of sugar donuts. <laughs> yeah, it literally looked like that. Like someone <laughs> someone cookie dusted us with <laughs> with powdered sugar. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I mean, there's, where do you stand on him in like the now, like a rush hour, like trying to do the American movies? Well, I mean, he hasn't made one in a while and uh, the few Hong Kong ones he's come out with recently have been pretty bad. The, I, do you think that... Is he like a Schwarzenegger where it's like every movie he makes now is really bad? It, yeah, it seems that way. Um, there was one. Uh, this is serious it does because you guys mentioned Indiana Jones earlier. Uh, yeah, yeah. He had his own take on it. It was called Operation Condor. Right. Oh, it was, yeah. But yeah. it was one of them. But he's he's done a couple of those, right? He's he's done three. Uh, the last one that just came out, I think it was 2013 or 2014. It was called Zodiac 13, and it was the campiest. Like the opening action sequence, you know, it was supposed to be the big because all the Operation Condors open with a huge sequence. Right. Yeah. Um, he has some kind of bodysuit. With wheels on the shins uh, and the yeah, elbows. Yeah. Oh yes, I've seen that. Yeah, and it looks yeah. like he's losing on his belly. Where like every part of him has a wheel on it. Yeah, and yeah. The, the concept is cool. And you know, maybe 1980s Jackie Chan could have pulled it off. But, right, right, yeah. But 2013 Jackie Chan just it just looked campy. It looked yeah. like the tuxedo. Oh man, the tuxedo. The tuxedo was, was the worst. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Kind of like that kind of tuxedo crap. and the medallion. Yeah, oh, both of them. Yeah, that terrible. but that was basically a run of like I'm, I'm looking at his uh, at his filmography. There's a there's 123 movies that he's acted in. Oh, yeah, yeah. 123. He's worth like 150 million dollars. Yeah, it's some 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 crazy shit like that. You but, know, what's, you know, one of the movies he made recently, and a lot of people don't like it because of Jaden Smith. I liked him in the Karate Kid. Oh no, I, I thought that was a good movie. I haven't seen it. I, I, I'm one of those deniers of like, ah, it's probably going to suck. No, it, it was a decent movie. Uh, what yeah, I didn't was... like was the fights at the end. Yeah. Where Jaden Smith kind of pulls out these moves out of nowhere yeah, that Jackie yeah, Chan yeah. did not teach him. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why are you trained so hard learning these things when you're just going to bullshit some stuff at the end from some breakdance video and win oh, the fight? Yeah, where it's like, all right. But like, if you watch that movie not thinking of it as like, oh, it's a fighting movie. If you watch it as like a serious drama, like Jackie Chan's like story arc in it is fucking insane. Where you're just like, I was like, there's this one scene where like everything comes to revelation about Jackie Chan's character, and like I was like fighting back tears, like, yo, Jackie Chan's a fucking good actor, man. Jackie Chan is is an underrated. There's a movie that he's in called the Shinjuku Incident. I was just I was trying to look it up. Oh yeah, it came it out in awesome. 2009. It was good. I want to yeah. watch that so bad. It's he plays like this, like it's like it's like a weird kind of like Scarface, right? Where it's kind like of, he's, yeah, yeah. he's he's like a. Uh, um, He's poor and he he climbs through the ranks of like this organized crime thing and he's like a bad guy. He murders people and he's like trying to like I don't know, it's it's just you see him progress where he actually has like character development and like drama and interactions and emotional connection. He's underutilized I think as an actor. No, it's it's not even that. It's that the studios that he works for, they mm-hmm. want the Jackie Chan movie. They yeah. want the crazy action cuz sure. Shinjuku, he doesn't fight like no. you know, it's a, it's a serious movie. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's not a it's not an actiony fighty movie. It's more yeah. of a it's just it's kind of a straight drama. Like like The Departed or something. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, like yeah. that kind of dark tone where it's just, you know. Exactly. Yeah, people rise through the ranks. And yeah, yeah, that's a good comparison. Uh, the Departed, yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, it's a, the studio system is still very, very strong in in China, right? In yeah, well, I mean, I I think he finally got to do that movie, and like, um, 
his latest movie that I saw, I think it's called New Police Story. Oh, really? <laughs> it's not based on that character from the old police stories. That's why it's called New Police Story. Right, you know, right. Asians are very succinct <laughs> in kind of how they name things. But, uh, it's, yeah, didn't Jackie Chan play a character called Jackie Chan in like five different movies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple here where he has his he's listed as Jack, not himself. It doesn't say himself. Yeah, it says Jackie, Jackie Chan. Chan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that the new Police Story 2013 is that the one? I, I guess that might be it. Okay, yeah. okay. But what were you going to say about it? Um, it, it's just it seemed to lack the Jackie Chan sparkle, and it, when you watch it, it is a darker movie. Like it, it has fight scenes, but they're not like a Jackie Chan fight. But it seems like he, he spent so much of his career developing that kind of crazy cartoonish kind of thing that yeah. sometimes when he goes serious, it's not always a success. Right, so yeah. you, do you think he's kind of been typecasted himself in that kind of situation? Uh, possible. I mean, he said in interviews all the time he wants to make love stories and he wants to make... Yes, that's right. Yeah, drama. Uh, actually, he tried a drama back in 1985. I think it was called uh, Heart of Dragon. You know Sammo Hung? Yeah, yeah. You know, the actor from uh, yeah, yeah. Ip Man and... Uh, Sam- he, yeah, Sammo Hung. He's... It, He's, for the lack of a better word, the heavier of the fighter guys. He's like the he's like and still just as agile. It's and he's st- incredible. He's, he's like this. He's like he looks like somebody's uh, uncle. You know, yeah. like he looks like <laughs> he looks like your uh, the the uncle that comes around Thanksgiving and eats all the mashed potatoes. But he still does like flips and fighting, and he's doing running up the wall. He does all the Jackie Chan shit, looking like you know, like my uncle Bob. You know, like he looks like you know somebody's. Family member. Well, they had a movie back in the 80s where uh, Samuel Hung played Jackie Chan's older but mentally disabled brother. And, and that really? it came out around the same time as Police Story. So Police Story was the big lethal weapon style action right, extravaganza. Right, right. And then here's this like dramatic thing where he's still a cop and there's still plenty of action. But it had this more dramatic thing and it was like really heartbreaking how his brother had to deal with the world and how people would treat him. That's and, interesting. You know, one movie, you know, did great at the box office. The other one tanked. Yeah, yeah. And so it was like, well, we'll, uh, we'll start doing the crazy action ones then. That's kind of like uh, I kind of relate Jackie Chan to Harrison Ford mm. in that he was like, oh, action star, action star, but he was never taken seriously as a dramatic actor. And like, he even did uh, now that he's especially old. Like, in the same way that Jackie Chan is getting old, he's trying to do like more dramas. Like Harrison Ford was like in Forty Two, the Jackie Chan, uh, Jackie Robinson movie. And it's almost the same thing, but it's like, they're like, oh, you're going to play Indiana Jones again, right? And he's like, I'm 70. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's I like, can't fight boulders anymore. He's like, like I, can't, he broke his, his, he, I can't run. He broke his foot walking up the ramp of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, <laughs> what a sad moment oh, that is, was. Is that what happened? I heard yeah, he got yeah. injured. Like, he was, it was like a, it was a misstep. It was a, it was not, it, was, yeah. it wasn't like an accident. He just like misstepped on something. Oh, jeez. And, yeah. and he like, I guess turned his foot and he broke his foot. Because he's an old person. He's an old man. And it's like, are you going to have Jackie Chan like, you know, fight people with ladders and, and jump off of bridges when he... Right. How old is Jackie Chan now? He's uh, damn near 60. Yeah. yeah. He's a... He's oh, a he, you know, he's 61. 60, yeah, there you go. He's yeah. 61 years old. Like, you know... Like, you know... Uh, how, old, how old is your, your... Are your parents, Mike? Uh, Just under 60. Would... Could you picture them... No, 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 I cannot, no, no. My dad is Samuel Hung. My dad, without the agility. Like, my dad, my dad is, a, is a large Cuban gentleman who, he works on machines, he's got, he could probably stand and punch, you know, like, maybe, but, like, but, yeah, he's a tough guy, but he's not flipping up no fences, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, I, I couldn't picture him, this, this is a weird story, when I was back in Florida, um, I, I got a part as like a bouncer in in this in this movie, it was an independent movie. Uh-huh. Uh, it's still out there, and then um, 
it's like this kind of low budget actiony martial arts thing, and uh, I, w- I got paid to get beat up. And then one of the one of the days, my dad was had was living down in Florida, and he rides a motorcycle. And they're like, we need guys with motorcycles. And I call up my dad. I'm like, hey, dad, you want to make some money real quick? They just need your bike. My dad shows up. My dad's covered in tattoos. He's got like a gray, you know, haircut. He had, a, he had like a gray goatee. So he and he showed up in his. My dad, being who he is, shows up in a fucking leather jacket and a tank top. So and a muscle shirt. So then we took the leather jacket off. He's got tattoos everywhere. And they're like, "You want to be in the movie?" <laughs> my dad ended up getting like a week of work on this movie, and I got two days. Like I'm like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> I, he not only did he all right, not only did he sneak into that fucking movie. He snuck onto the poster of the movie. There's a picture where my dad... That's sick. He's, okay, so there's like a shot that they took uh, for the poster where it's like a whole, like these two rival gangs and then the two lead guys. And then like my dad kind of positioned himself, just kind of slid right into the middle, <laughs> staring dead on camera with glasses on. And it's like you can see his fucking face on the poster. And I'm like... This what's, is not what's a, the name of the movie. It's called Street Survival. It's 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 so crazy. You, it's, it's on Amazon, I think. But um, but it's one of those things where I'm like, at first I was like, oh my god, look at my dad looking into all this shit, taking roles from taking a, a big, you know, I couldn't have got, I couldn't have done it. But I was like, he snuck onto this movie, and then I realized, oh man, that motherfucker knew exactly what he was doing. He he had such camera awareness, but he so he plays like this tough guy. And there was a fight scene where. Uh, he got knocked to the ground, and uh, Nanda, you you do uh, acting up here, and you and you do stunts and stuff up here also. And you know that when you get knocked down, you have to stay there while they shoot the rest of everything else. Oh yeah, my dad has a back problem, oh, so he was yeah. laying on the ground for like an hour and a half, and then they would call cut, and he's at, at the end, he's like, they're like, are you good? He's like, yeah, but when we're done. Can someone come pick me up? Because I'm not going to be able to stand up. And I'm like, there's the 60. There it is. <laughs> there you go. There it is. He's like, I, I can stand and fight and ride a motorcycle, but I can't lay down for an hour. You know, what, what's, you know what's funny? Did, is you he, did you find uh, it? Is this it? Yeah, let me see. Is that it? Yes, that's it. Oh, that's not the poster, though. That's not the poster, though. Oh, but yeah, but that's the movie. Just Google search the... The movie poster. Yeah, that's what I'm... That's, but enough about, enough about that. We don't... We, um, we're not going to talk about but here's, my here's, dad's acting career. You know what's funny is I really had never heard of Jackie Chan until the Rush Hour movies. Like, he might have broken America, like, in the kung fu, like, fan area for uh, the Bronx Tale. But, like, I, a lot of my friends and I never knew Jackie Chan existed until Rush Hour. Well, yeah, I mean, I was a big movie nerd... When I was in like middle school, I, like I would, like my friends and I would spend like our weekends at like from like noon to when they kicked us out of there, we would uh-huh. just theater hop. Like we would, we would, we would just go see a movie to the point where they knew us already and they knew that we weren't, they weren't going to get, like we were, we were poor kids. Yeah. We didn't have any money to actually spend on movies, so they just like left us alone. So like before Rush Hour, what American movies were, was Jackie Chan in that he would have related? I mean, obviously Bronx Tale, like you're talking about. I know he was offered uh, the role. No, Rumble in the Bronx. Bronx Rumble. Tales. Uh, Bronx Tales is a very different movie. That's all I remember. Bronx Tales is a very different movie. They should remake it with Jackie Chan. They yeah, should. They should. Hey, I'd watch it. I'd watch the shit out of that. You kept your mouth shut. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, like, what really, like, big America, movie in America was he in, aside from Cannonball Run, uh, that really appealed to American audiences? Like a mass... He, I don't think he had a leading role. Like, um, no, he had one. It was called uh, The Protector. 
Not to be confused with the Tony Jaw movie where he tries to find the elephant. But, right, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's another one. No, this is back in the 80s. They, they gave him, it was, a, it was a Charles Bronson-esque Dirty Harry type role where he was this cop with a big gun who would chase guys down. Right. And it flopped horribly. Isn't there a protector with Jet Li in it too? Or no, that's the, the Defender? Um, dude, Standard, fit, fit, generic word title. Yeah, it's and, just yeah. one of those, those titles that can fit a thousand movies. The Berber? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, as far as I know, like, general American audiences didn't really appreciate Jack and Shane or weren't, like, privy to him until Rush Hour came out. And then, uh, now they have Rush Hour, what are they, episode three? I think they're about to have a new TV show, Rush Hour. Are they? Are they? Yeah, CBS announced they're going to do a Rush Hour TV show. Well, it's, it's not starring Jackie Chan, is it? No, I okay. think it's going to be, like, two new people, but it's, like... I don't know who they're going to get. Hey, remember when that happened with those other people? It also happened with these people. It was like, that reminds me, uh, they tried to make a Zombieland TV show for Amazon. Oh, Amazon, yeah. Uh, Did did you watch it, the pilot? I I think I saw part of the pilot and I was like, this is terrible. I I went 12 minutes into it and I I turned it off. It It was horrible. They're going to make a sequel to Zombieland, which is interesting. So they're they're like, "Ah, really? They're going to be like, yeah, let's pretend like that show never happened. Yeah, that's like no thanks. But uh, well, this about Zombieland. It was originally planned to be a TV show, and then they made it into a movie, which is so funny because they were like, "Oh, we want to make a TV show about zombies," and they were like, "Ah, a TV show is about zombies and will t- never take off." And then The Walking Dead came out. And they yeah, were like, yeah. "Hey, can we get that zombie thing?" We get? <laughs> hey, can we, uh... The the yeah, I mean, the the thing with the Jackie Chan. Okay, he's he's a great because I love the the. The oh man, what's it? Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights and all that stuff. For some reason, I I love westerns and I love Jackie Chan. So Shanghai Noon, I was on board immediately. I'm like, I want to see this motherfucker fight with a horse. I want to see him on horseback doing some stunt yeah. thing. And then they get the the trick is getting some talkative other person, like yeah. a Chris Tucker or Owen Wilson, to be the 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 comedic relief. You know, yeah, the, the, the comedy. It's hard because he always kind of plays the sidekicky role. Yeah. But he's not the other guy does all the comedy sh- all the sidekicky shit. Well, you know th- what I mean? I think the Jackie Chan like duo thing is always like Jackie Chan and then there's the really egotistical guy. Right. Where it's like Chris Tucker or Owen Wilson or whoever. Well, and then he's the humble one. Well, yeah. well that's strictly an American thing. That's yeah. a Hollywood thing. Yeah. Because yeah. You know, I I guess the Hollywood higher ups just figured, oh, his accent's too heavy. Let's just, that's that's what I imagine. Let's it is. shut him up because in, in Hong Kong, he's never he's always the star. He's the know? guy. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's twenty people around him who are just doofuses who can't do anything and get into danger so he can go save them. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's how it works over there. But in Hollywood, it's like, yeah, we'll get some some real stars to do this, and which then he, we'll just throw him in there. Which again brings up the whole language thing because I would rather see like, I, and I think people are more open to that now. Like I remember. Um, when uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon came out, and people were like, "I'm not gonna go read for two hours," and yeah. I'm like, you, "You, then that tells me a lot about you." Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But like, I think people, I would rather watch a movie where someone speaks their native language and can emote better, yeah. and actually deliver the lines with the way that they would normally do it, and read the subtitle, than I would watch a dubbed movie. Like when it comes on cable, every once in a while, like a. Uh, Crouching Tiger will come on cable and it's the dubbed version. Yeah, it's the oh same. god, it's all, like I can't tolerate it. I can, that's why I Rumble in the Bronx when it comes when I watch it or it'll be on cable. You know, like when, it's one of those movies that, that that's the remote dropper where you're like, oh yeah, this is what I'm watching now for the next yeah, however yeah. long it's on. Um, when it's like the scenes where they're talking, 
I would like go like I'm gonna make a sandwich or something, and then I'll come back. Well, here's the funny thing about Asian movies. Uh, until 1997, uh, their technology was way behind Hollywood. They did not record sound on set until 1997. Wow, really? wow, really? So even when you watch Chinese movies in Chinese, they were still dubbed. No. Yeah. Wow, that's fantastic. I didn't know that at all. Oh, yeah. Holy because, shit, that's crazy. Yeah, and, and that's why they were so efficient. Because you, you know how you've worked in the you know, yeah, TV yeah, yeah. shows and how they take forever. Everything has to be dead silent. You know, yes. you have to fucking not make a sound. Every, you know, all the noise is just concentrated on the actors or whatever's happening in that scene. A cell phone goes off and that take is ruined. Yeah. I would imagine that it does. Wow, yeah, I didn't even think about that. In, in Hong Kong movies, they they wouldn't get licenses for shit. Because sometimes, you know, um, they would try to film somewhere and the city says, no, you can't do that. They would just go do it. And since there was no sound on set, it didn't matter. Yeah. They would just take a camera out there, go do something, and then go back and re- dub everything in later. That, wow. that, I, I, and I, now that you say that, it makes sense, like, to, to do that faster. You oh, know, and like they, to, they could churn out movies in a week. And, and you don't have to be quiet for, like, fight scenes or, or if you have to deliver dialogue during a fight scene. Yeah. Wow, I had no idea it was that recent. I knew that, I knew that, I knew that they did that through the 80s kung fu movies where it kind of died off that, that whole, um, like, the, the high wire, wire fighting kung fu movies kind of had, like, a lull in the 80s and then, um, I didn't know that they were still doing it in, like, 1997. That's crazy to me. Yeah. That's crazy. I was in high school and they were like, still. That's isn't that when Phantom Menace came out? Phantom Menace came out ninety nine. Ninety nine. Well, yeah. it was still, still two years. Still two years. So it was two years difference of oh, we can finally record audio and hey, look at Jar Jar Binks walking around. Yeah, he's yeah. a fully realized CG character. That's so. Oh, but man, I, I so think that's to me. Go back to your question of why you didn't know about Jackie Chan until Rush Hour. I mean, yeah. that was a big hit. Rush Hour was one of the biggest it was movies. Huge, yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, like, if you didn't know who Jackie Chan was, you saw that movie anyway. Yeah. Just yeah. because everyone else saw the movie, and another thing is the Crouching Tiger thing. I was nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. And that thing got nominated for stuff. Yes. Oh yeah. You know, um, who was gonna bother watching this foreign guy you'd never heard of in these badly dubbed movies? You know, there was. Oh, your just... dad was in that, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. Chow fat, man. He looks like he's dead. Oh, that's such an old joke. Please don't dad, bring that back. Wait, does your dad look like Chow Yun-Fat? I have a picture on Facebook with a side-by-side. Yeah, my, that was my dad's nickname. Okay, I just him. thought Will was being incredibly racist. No, no, no. no, no, no. no he's genuinely... That was know, one of if, my uh, earliest jokes. You know if uh, if his dad was Chow Yun-Fat, you know what his name would be? Not fat Not fat <laughs> That was my opener for about five years. Oh, that my was, God. Yeah. That's... Oh. Uh, Oh, has new ears, has new life. Yeah. You're making me want to bring it back now. Oh my god, Chow Fat has just become relevant again. That's the thing, you know. He's uh, he hasn't made a movie in forever. Yeah, you're you're just waiting for Chow Yun Fat to make another movie. He's like, oh man, I need to do this joke. Isn't, isn't Chow Yun Fat going to be in uh, Crouching the, Tiger Two? The yeah, you're the making ne- a Netflix. Scene. Netflix is putting it out. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, spoiler alert: he dies in the first one. Yeah, right? he's dead. So if they do bring him back, it'll be in a flashback or a prequel kind yeah. of. Or, or it, I don't know, they would do a whole prequel. I, I don't think it's prequel because uh, Zhang Ziyi's character is dead too. Like, because they they put out a casting call for her character, but to play flashback scenes. Oh. So in my mind, like it's it's Ooh. past that timeline where she dives off the mountain. I could rewatch that movie, man. That movie's great. I, I, every once in a while, I'll go through that kung fu phase, where and I have a samurai phase too. I love, I have like, uh, uh, I love like old samurai movies, like uh, the Kurosawa oh, movies and stuff like that. Kurosawa, yeah. And uh, and yeah. So um, I forgot AMC or one of those movie channels used to have a thing called Samurai Saturdays, 
They would just show samurai movies all day. Yeah. My mom thought I was like the weirdest person in the world because I'm watching like these old black and white. Your Jimbo and yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, oh, yo, Jimbo. Those movies are all fantastic. Oh, They're incredible movies. But even then, like I went through that phase of like I watched all the Jet Li movies and I went back and I started finding every 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 Jackie Chan movie I could find on DVD. I worked at Blockbuster at the time, yeah. so when we would get like movies in, like you would get like random foreign. Um, that was when DVDs were like first starting to be in yeah. Blockbuster. So I would get like the the foreign film section. I would just go through and get all the kung fu movies and just uh, watch them. Yeah. I, I what used was to the, go to. What was, oh, go ahead. Like, what was the movie with Jet Li and Jackie Chan that was terrible? What was the it Forbidden the Kingdom. Forbidden Kingdom. Yeah. Was it really that bad? He was like a monkey. Um, yeah, Jet Li was the Monkey King, which is uh, Donnie Yen played that role too in a movie yeah. called The Monkey King that just came yeah. out. It's it's a big tale. The Monkey King is one of those things that everyone it's like in a, Asia a, knows. A fa- yeah, it's a fairy tale. Like a, what are, yeah. It's like a Cinderella. It's or like Robin, Robin Hood. Hood. Robin, Robin Hood, Hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, the movie itself, I mean, if, if I was 10, I probably would have loved it. Yeah, it but, seems like a kid's movie. But as a fan of Jackie Chan and a fan of Jet Li, it yeah. just didn't do either one of them justice. You know, uh, they had Jackie Chan using drunken boxing, they had Jet Li using you know, more traditional Shaolin, and they face off. And it's the only time in the history of cinema that those two have fought on film, and the fight was mediocre. Yeah, it's like, mm. eh. Because they, they have such big fan bases. Well, the thing is, Jackie Chan is Hong Kong, and Jet Li is from China. Yeah. So there's a difference there. They're both Chinese stars, but they kind of have yeah, different... It's culturally different yeah. in, in terms of... yeah. And I guess the director just, you know, and maybe their agents just could not have one lose to the other. It was just yeah. no that, way that was going to happen. That was a big thing. <laughs> I'm making a parallel between that and uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I was literally about to say that shit. Roger Rabbit, they, they literally had uh, the Disney and the Warner Brothers people were like... like he can't have the first when the you know the the piano scene with Donald and Daffy Duck, it's 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 a great scene. Yeah. But there's literally, um, they literally said like had legal contracts where like this per the Daffy can't have the first line. Donald has to have the first line. The first line has to be yeah. this. And one. they have to they the have same to, amount. They have the same amount of time. screen time. They have to be the same. And they can't. It has to be like they both lose at the end. They can one cannot be seen as better than the other. Like legal court, like contracts were written for that this is whole thing. So yeah. insane. So I can imagine. So yeah, I mean, I imagine Jet Li and Jackie Chan's contracts were ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. but even then, man, like uh, you want to see that was I had, that was my problem with the Expendables too, where you see Van Damme and you you expected the Van Damme and uh, Stallone square off. Yeah, and you're expecting like this epic fucking battle of these two, guys, and then it's like, oh, oh, it ended. Yeah, you're like, oh shit. Oh, okay. Oh, honestly, okay. Van Damme would have. Kicked Sylvester Stallone's ass. Yeah, yeah. blood sport. Hey, and there's no rabbit. shame in losing. I mean, if you watch action stars, there's no one who's lost more than Jackie Chan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> in true. almost every movie, he gets his ass kicked. You yeah. know, you know, sometimes he comes out on top. Like even Drunken Master Two, which uh, I think the Legend of Drunken Master, right, yes. is what it was called here. Um, in the American release, since it was you know owned by Disney, uh, they didn't show the real ending. If you watch the Chinese version. Because you know he fights in the factory, he drinks all that alcohol, and he gets fucked up. And then he gets fucked up, and then he gets, and he, it's like there's fire everywhere, and he starts spitting. He spits, and yeah, the it, flames shoot up. The flames up, shoot up, yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. bright red. Well, in the real ending of that movie, uh, after the fight, the family's all back together, they're celebrating all this crap, and mm-hmm. then it shows Jackie Chan, and he's retarded. He, he's blind, and he can only hear, and he's, he's like all fucked up. Like, literally. You, you should find the real ending on Wait, YouTube. Wait, this is all happening... Is, like, one of those no, no. in his head? Or no, no, he's no. messed he's, up from the fight? He's retarded. Like, they, they go and they take a picture <laughs> for, like, the newspaper. And then they go, hey, you know, how's Fei Hung doing? How's his character, Fei Hung? 
And he says, well, uh, he can kind of hear now. And then that little weird sidekick guy that's yeah. his buddy, he starts banging stuff in the backyard and Jackie Chan's hopping around following the sounds. What? And then he turns towards the camera and he's making this face with his arms all kind of tyrannosaur up to his chest. Oh and, my God, that's yeah. so bad. That's Oh, and, that's horrible. And the whole message is drinking is bad, fighting is bad, violence. I mean, that you know, that's the thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, so so he's just jacked up from all, all the stuff that happened. All the alcohol. He's yeah, 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 yeah. And he's yeah. crippled because the alcohol numbs you, right? Like you get drunk, you don't feel the pain. That's the same right. thing. He drinks. And so he, he just, won the fight, but he ends up getting by not fucked up, feeling pain, and yeah. just wailing on this guy with wow. no. Yeah, that is crazy. That, that's the real ending. And, I want to find that. And in the theme song, oh, here's another thing. Uh, a lot of American artists don't know. He sings the theme songs of most of his movies. Yeah, he he's okay. Like during the after credits, the like, after credits, song yeah. That plays. He people don't. I've read this today. Jackie Chan, he's like a trained opera singer. Oh yeah, yeah. And he has he's got twenty like albums. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty. Someone posted up was like twenty albums. I was like, Did holy you know shit! When the movie Mulan came out, he in the Chinese version, he sang like the "I'll Make a Man Out of You." song like, really you should find the video it's yeah. pretty cool it's that's really cool awesome. it actually it sounds awesome that's great that's because I, I knew he was a singer and I know he did like country songs too and he's like that's what I'm saying he's the most versatile dude I, I've ever seen did, like, you, did you see his SNL which one was that? The, the, the one time that Jackie Chan no. posted oh, SNL. Man, I have to, I have to, I have to find there's, there's a skit where he plays an Elvis impersonator. <laughs> that's great. Oh, yeah, man. man. I gotta watch that. With, that's gonna be... Uh, we gotta wrap this up, but that's gonna be on the recommended the follow-up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We recommend you find... <laughs> I'll post a link. We'll post it on, on, the, on the Facebook page. Yeah. Apparently. Watch Who Am I. Watch the true ending of Junkin' Master. So, okay. So, the, okay. So... Yeah, so let's do your the 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 must see Jackie the Chan must see moments. Jackie Chan. So there's the the most Jackie Chan, the most representative, like the best all around performance from Jackie Chan. That would be Drunken Master Two, aka Legend of Drunken Master. Okay, and then Who Am I is like the best and the most entertaining. Oh, one. I think that's just more digestible for Western audiences. Sure. you know, people yeah. who are into 007 and stuff like that. That's right, right along right. those lines. And uh, it does it, it does suffer from. Uh, uh, being a product of its time, so the technology has has worn thin <laughs> a little bit. A Actually, little. No, it still holds up. It still holds up. Kind of. Yeah, I would imagine. Except for the, the disc. If if you think of the disc in that movie as like a jump drive or something, then <laughs> yeah. then, you know what I mean. So, it's literally like one of those optical discs. Like, it's like uh, it looks like a floppy with a CD inside. Nineteen ninety seven. Nineteen ninety seven. Or nineteen ninety eight. It's valid. Well, yeah, it counts. It counts. Have you ever seen those like uh, like internet memes where it's like? Every every villain in the old days had like that floppy disk. It's like the world's fate relies on two gigabytes, or not even. It's like a meg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Five hundred twelve kilobytes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. Like this, this three and a quarter, three and a half inch floppy <laughs> is uh, it has the power to. It literally holds like one word document. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, that's all it is. Like I have an Excel spreadsheet. Uh, the the graphics are on another disk, but yeah, this yeah, is yeah. A, you know. My God. <laughs> so who am I? Uh, Legend of Drunken Master. The Original. Forbidden Kingdom. Forbidden Kingdom. No, no. <laughs> it's forbidden for a reason. Do not yeah, watch yeah, it. Yeah. I, I guess Rush Hour, but I think everyone's seen that anyway. I think everybody would have seen yeah. Rush Hour. So yeah, take that I, always, I love I love Shanghai Noon as like the as just like fun for me. I just like watch I just I don't know. You guys don't seem to be on board with that. Oh, Owen Wilson. I can't do an impression. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking terrible. Yeah, that was that was terrible. That was worse than my Jackie Chan impression. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, who? Next who? Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, so who am I, uh, Legend of Drunken Master? The next two, I think, it should be the entire series. 
because uh, the Armor of God series, which is his Indiana Jones. The yeah, the, the Operation Condor and uh, what's the Armor of God's the first one. Right, and yeah. then Operation Condor was, is actually that was released here. Yeah, it was called uh, Operation Condor, but that's actually Armor of God two, oh. uh, then subtitle Operation Condor. Right, but uh, in the first Armor of God, he fights these four Amazonian women, what? and the whole premise of the fight is they're they're in high heels and, and leotards, and the yes, whole I'm on board. The whole fight they're just going for his nuts. Really? <laughs> it's four women going for his nuts, so he's just defending his junk the entire time. That it's, sounds like what? the best. Such a good Jackie Chan fight. Yeah, it just that sounds, sounds like such a great Jackie. Like Chan Jackie Chan's this like world martial artist, and all these women took like a self defense course. Yeah, like, not my purse. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> so the Armor of God series, and then uh, the Police Story series. That's the one where he jumps down the pole and yeah. crashes the glass from different angles. The one, yeah, yeah. Police where the bus stops and the guys fall out and yeah. you see him hit the ground. Yeah. Oh. That, that I'm telling you, man. This all of those movies, they hold up, man. There's a lot of, and even like the Rumble in the Bronx and like uh, First Strike, uh, Mr. Nice Guy, things like that. Like in Mr. Nice Guy, he's making noodles, and it's like the coolest shit you've ever seen. <laughs> has, like a guy make noodles before. Oh, I think Jackie Chan has the most swag of anybody. Yeah, that dude. He's the one person who has a cartoon character who's he's more skilled than the cartoon character. Yeah, there was oh, the Jackie, Jackie Chan, Chan Adventures. Yeah, dude. Wow. <laughs> Who are you talking about that? That's a great fucking show. Yeah, it's a great cartoon too. Like he just can't like, fail. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, this is great. Well, uh, this has been awesome. This has been, this has been a real fun episode. Thank you, Nan, for stopping by. Thanks is for there... having me. All right. Uh, so, uh, what do you want to promote? We, you're on a web series. Uh, yeah, yeah. The web series is called Patience. Um, the first episode is live right now. You can find it on Vimeo. Vimeo. Yeah, we'll we'll include a link on the uh, on the description. It's on the thing that you're listening to right now. Uh, and, and what's your, uh, uh, you got a Twitter or what you got? Uh, I got a Twitter. I never, I never use it, but you can go on it if you want. It's at SpiderNon. SpiderNon. Spell, spell your, your name for them. It's uh, N-H-A-N. There you go. And then uh, you want to see some uh, more Jackie Chan themed stuff. I have a couple fights I did uh, with uh, Cinematic Fight Studio that are on YouTube. Sweet. So, uh, yeah, those, those are me actually that's, doing... That's the name of Cinematic Fight Studio? Yeah, um, they're, they're the people that I work with. Uh, Lang Yip and Adam Lee. They uh, choreographed, directed, and uh, fight. Me. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, really cool. We'll, put, we'll get all the links and we'll put them on the stuff. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you guys knew this. You were both in the same movie. You guys were both in Teenage, Teenage Ninja, Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. That's right. Oh, all right. <laughs> we were both. Uh, I, I, we were both cut out. I don't know if you made it on camera. I did not make it on camera. <laughs> I made it on a paparazzi shot of Megan Fox from where I stood. I, I mean, the I, it's like Megan Fox, and then you could see me in the background checking my phone, bored as fuck. You know. But, I was a foot soldier. Yeah, but they cut out all of the foot soldier shit. Well, all I ever did as a foot soldier was lay down unconscious. Yeah, was, like yeah, like that was all I did. So yeah. you didn't. Do oh man, that's so funny. That, that, but we talked a lot about that movie last. episode. <laughs> we did Ninja Turtles last episode. It's, it's pretty painful to talk about the new Ninja that, Turtles. That came up a lot. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it was. Um, yeah, no, the whole scene I was in got cut out actually. The, the, they show the turtle van driving through Times Square, and then uh, that, that all got cut out, but whatever. Uh, would have been my big break. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so sp- check out Spider Nun on Twitter. Uh, uh, Patience is the name of the thing. We'll include the link. And then Cinematic Fight Studio, we'll put it all up there for you. And um, uh, Will, you got anything? At Will a, William A. Watkins. At William A. Watkins. On Twitter. And I'm at Mike Mercadol on Twitter. Follow us. Tweet us, let us know what you think, and uh, any suggestions for upcoming stuff. And if you do wa- like follow up, do the recommended watching, let us know what you think about it. We'll po- post uh, post up on the uh, on the Facebook. We'll, we'll do like comment threads or whatever there. Uh, anything else? 
Um, all right. Okay. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, go out and be heroic.